Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. Thanks for joining us on this special Latin American Straight Talk series, featuring top ELA lawyers spanning the region from Mexico to Argentina, from Chile to Costa Rica, and all the countries in between. On the program, our guests are going to cover some of the most important labor and employment topics facing their jurisdictions today. So if your company's doing business in Latin America, be sure to listen in to the full series and get the whole picture. Joining us today on Latin American Straight Talk is George Cafati, a senior associate at BLP in Honduras. Thank you, Peter. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for being here with us. So definitely 2020 is a year that none of us will ever forget. It's a year that definitely changed our lifestyle, and none of our countries were prepared for this pandemic, but especially for Honduras, it was very difficult because apart from having the COVID strike, we had two hurricanes that struck back-to-back in Honduras, which were Eta and Iota, and these hurricanes impacted the northern coast of Honduras. The northern coast of Honduras has the, the most labor force, so definitely that had a, a huge impact in the economic industry and the labor force because many jobs were lost and many companies had to close because apart from COVID, they were struck by, by these two hurricanes. So regarding the, the labor market in Honduras, the COVID-19 pandemic affected enormously because, first of all, by governmental decision, many companies had to close for approximately three or four months on last year, which affected their economic statements because, of, of course, they, they were not producing any money. So apart from that, uh, many lives were lost on, on that year, and we are still losing lives to this date. And regarding job-wise, we lost more than 205,000 jobs Last year, this is a fact given by the Council of Private Property, and more than 500,000 people entered the subemployment category. This subemployment category means that these are employees that are working either a least amount of hours a week or that they are receiving a least amount of money less than the minimum wage imposed by, by the law in our country. So even to this date, we are still trying to recover from 2020. We know this is a a long road ahead. We are looking to recover in approximately two or three years from the numbers we had job-wise on the beginning of of 2020. And what is our government doing to recover from from this pandemic? For first of all, we are vaccinating the people. The government unfortunately started to vaccinate everybody or, or the population of Honduras very late because they were trying to negotiate with the pharmaceuticals that developed the, the vaccines. And apart from that, they were trying to get some donations to come into the country. But we are already vaccinating people via two institutions. First of all, the Ministry of Health which has various vaccination points around the country. So everybody from a range of age can go to get vaccinated for fully free. And uh, apart from that, the Social Security Institute is vaccinating people either on the institute or they can go to the workplace and vaccinate everybody on that specific company via uh, making an appointment for them to go to to the company. 
And up to August of 2021, we have only had 6% of the population of Honduras fully vaccinated, which is a very, a very small percentage. And uh, we're hoping that this number uh, goes up a lot. And apart from that, as I said before, 205,000 jobs were lost. So with a population of 9 million people in the country, this is a, a very high number. And we're still trying to, to recover from that. And also the government issued a new bill that came into force on this month of September, which is the 200 Lempira bill. And this is supposed to increase our, our economic flow and to increase or recover from the impact of COVID-19 and also the hurricanes that struck on November of last year. Now, regarding the, the biosafety protocols or biosecurity protocols, as I mentioned before, the government of Honduras decided to close companies for three or four months of last year while they decided or, or while they saw how the virus reacted to, to the human interaction. And because of that, the Ministry of Labor and the Ministry of Health decided to uh, implement the biosafety protocols or biosecurity protocols, which are made for each industry specifically, but they have similar obligations. So these biosafety protocols are published on the Ministry of, Work, of Labor's webpage, and there are more than 50 biosafety protocols because there is one for supermarkets, one for restaurants, and one for each specific industry. So regarding what, what your company does, you have a specific biosafety protocol, which you should comply with. Now, the, the compliance of these biosafety protocols is by law. And why did I wanted to break this up? Because as you have to comply with it by law, the Ministry of Health and the Ministry of Labor are performing inspections to verify the compliance of these protocols. So what could happen if you are not complying with these biosafety protocols? You could be imposed a fine or your business could temporarily be closed. So this is why it is so important to comply with the biosafety protocols. And some of the obligations that are in the biosafety protocols that are like regular for each industry is obviously to wear a mask, which we also have a law that states that if you are in an, in an enclosed space with five people or more, you are obliged to wear a mask. So that is obviously true to the, to the workplace. You should take the temperature of not only your clients, but your, your employees as well. And the social distancing of 1.5 meters to 2 meters regarding the, the desk's distance or the office distance for each person not to be too close with each other. So finally, before giving the, the word to Peter, what are we doing as BLP with our clients is that we are training our clients on these biosafety protocols so they can know how to act or react when they, whenever there is an inspection given to them because it's not like an appointment, like someday or at some hour, they routinely inspect any company that they want. So they may take you by surprise, but we as BLP, what are trying to do is to train our, our clients in order for them to comply with the biosafety protocols and to not have any issues when they, whenever they receive an inspection. And also we are, are receiving many questions about how to treat employees 
now that we have the pandemic going or how how is the the management with them is there any any teleworking available in Honduras the the answer is yes but we do not want to 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 touch this this matter because we don't have a, a law for it so it's basically uh, making an addendum to the contract and, and stating the the obligations of the parties but we are training our clients on, on how to do that so you are uh, very welcome to reach out to us and we were we would be gladly giving you this this training so this is it for honduras and peter you have the word thanks george if you'd like to connect with george gafati please reach out to him using the contact information in the notes of this podcast. Also, be sure to bookmark our website, ela.law. On the website, you can gain access to on-demand libraries of our podcasts, webinars, upcoming briefings and events, as well as access the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks for listening.